As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Wendy. And I'm Jess, and you're listening to the Food Heaven Podcast. Your online resource for inclusive and accessible wellness. We're back. Happy New Year, everybody. Wow, it's been a minute. Isn't that a, a podcast um, show? It's been a minute? Is it? I f- it sounds familiar. I feel like I'm always hearing ads for it. Let me look it up. It's been a minute. It's like, <laughs> it's been a minute with... <laughs> um, wait, wait, don't tell me. It's an NPR. An it's an NPR one. With, with- yeah, I'm like, that, those, that sounds like an NPR. <laughs> It's been a minute. We have not posted an episode since last year, child, because we just needed a little bit of a break. Yeah. Last month was the busiest month we have ever had. It was madness. (laughs) 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 So much going on um, with food heaven and with personal stuff, with other projects that we're kind of working on that we'll talk about today. But yeah, I'm st- I still am not recovered from last month. And I was thinking that this year and this month was going to calm down and it's been even crazier. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, 2021, I don't even know about you. I know, <laughs> I know. I really do hope that things take a turn for the better. But yeah, it's just been ongoing chaos um, that's just been kind of transferred over to 2021. But We'll see what 2021 is actually going to give up. I do hope that, um, yeah, I do hope that we manage to get things together. I don't know. Yeah. And we figured we could just do an episode, kind of just a check-in episode, an update, I guess, on kind of what's been going on, how we're feeling going into the new year, looking back (laughs) at 2020, maybe some highlights because I know 2020 was in some ways a nightmare, but not trying to keep it all negative. Want to also talk about some positive things that happened last year. So Wendy, well, first you can start by telling us you just got back last night, right? From DR. How was it? Yeah. So I left to DR, Dominican Republic in October. Um, mm-hmm. because I was uh, mostly quarantining in my apartment during 2020. <laughs> like as soon as the pandemic hit, I was pretty much just locked up in my apartment. And as much as I love being alone and I like, you know, having my own space, it was really taking a toll on me and I really needed to be with my family. Um, and I had, you know, I had canceled a few trips. I kept postponing because of everything with COVID. And so, um, yeah, I was just like, all right, I got to figure out how to make it over there safely. So I did, you know, everything that I could do with, you know, 
quarantining before I left and doing all the testing and everything like that to make sure I didn't put my family at risk. And yeah, and then I, I left to DR. I didn't know when I would be coming back. Um, the original plan was to go for like a month and a half. And I ended up staying for close to three months. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was great. I had a wonderful time. Uh, my parents are always a good time. So it was nice just kind of being around them and having that like, in-person interaction because FaceTime can only do so much. So it was nice just being with them, not having to really do much. Honestly, like my my mom cooks every day. They like clean mm. for me. It's a pretty nice setup. <laughs> so, um, How was it saying goodbye? Oh, my God. Like, was your, were they like super upset? Yeah, it was really sad. It always is. Oh. But especially this time around because I was there for so long and we just kind of got used to doing everything together and we had a routine going so it was really sad but um you know I'll be back and be okay but um uh, but yeah so I I just got back to New York last night and um yeah I mean I'm like transitioning I went from like sunny 80s to like you know cloudy cold 40s so yikes <laughs> yeah what's going on well. with you girl <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I feel like nothing and everything. Mm. Um, what? Yeah, what is going on? So we were supposed to go to Joshua Tree um, and also Palm Springs in L.A. for the holidays. And I think maybe even making L.A. like an annual thing because we've gone, I think, the last two um, Christmas breaks and it's been really fun. However, you guys know the virus, the virus, the numbers in L.A. are in saying there was a report that came out that said one in three people in LA either have or have had COVID. So we saw that and we were like, "Mm, we're staying right here. And when I say go to LA, we weren't going to go to visit anybody. We were just going to do our own outdoor thing. But we started Googling um, or YouTubing videos like on the beach, like Santa Monica and uh, Venice Beach. And what we saw was that everybody was walking around without a mask. So we were also just like, "Mm, we're good. Uh, So we ended up basically doing nothing, kind of a staycation. But honestly, I I really did like work kind of the whole time on a project um, that we'll kind of talk about. And yeah, what else? I've we've been doing, you know, food heaven stuff. Like luckily, we've been really blessed, especially the last half of the year and um the last quarter, especially like getting a lot of brand partnerships and um brands that have been fun to work with. So we've been creating a lot of different recipe content, which has been really fun, but also like, you know, many days I worked like 12, even last night like I worked which is not healthy. And I would never (laughs) recommend this to anyone. And this is like things I advise my clients against, but like, you know, 12 hour days and things, because when you're an entrepreneur, it's kind of hard to always find that perfect balance. I really try and I am like pretty good with boundaries, but sometimes it just, it can't, you know, you just got to get stuff done. So we've been doing that. And then also with my private practice, that's another thing I'm very excited about because I am bringing on to hopefully two <laughs> dietitians is going to be amazing because I really want to focus on a practice that is staffed by and focusing on, I mean, all are welcome, but focusing primarily on people of color. 
So if you are looking for a dietitian, <laughs> I'm going to do a plug, head on over to jessicajonesnutrition.com and sign up for a consult because these two dietitians I'm bringing on are incredible. You guys will love them. And yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to that. And then what else? I'm watching Netflix. Like, oh, <laughs> let's talk about it. <laughs> well, first of all, I just want to say how much of a game changer it is that you're doing this practice because it I have not come across anything like that where it's like a nutrition practice that's focused on disordered eating for people of color by people of color I mean this is major I'm so excited for you oh, and thanks. yeah no I it's it's gonna be so so good and Jess is like she is like the best when it comes to counseling and so Thanks, yeah girl. I think just kind of like being able to expand on this and actually it reminds me of the conversation we were having with one of our guests Marcella because she's a person of color who does assorted eater counseling and just how hard it is to find providers who can address like the unique needs of people of color so yeah this is going to be a total game changer yeah I'm so excited mm -hmm. yeah and yeah. And the I'm trying to bring on um, providers who are from all different backgrounds so that we're representing many different identities and, you know, also going to be doing like working all of us together, like with our case conferencing and just, you know, learning from each other. So I am very, very, very excited about it. Yay. So let me tell you guys about my issue with wine. And by wine, I literally mean like wine drinking wine, bottles of wine. So I have two issues and I've talked about this on the podcast before and let me know if you can relate. So the first issue is it gives me a headache. And typically that's because wine can contain different additives like sulfites, which can cause like that headache or hangover feeling. The second issue I have with wine is like I never ever finish a bottle. So what happens is it goes to waste and I hate it. This week's podcast sponsor has solved both of those problems for me. The brand is called Usual Wines, and they are wines for the modern drinker. So each bottle is 6.3 ounces, which is basically like, you know, you have that friend who's like, has a heavy pour. It's a, I know my friend is like that. It's a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine. So no more pouring that wine down the sink when you don't want to finish the bottle or forcing yourself to finish the bottle because you don't want to waste it. Because of the single serve format and bottle design, Usual is always fresh. So there's no more flat, bubbly, or stale rose. I'm thinking of Wendy Williams when I say that stale rose. How you doing? So the other cool thing about the Usual wines is they have no added sulfites. So with added sulfites, at best, the flavor can be dulled. And at worst, you may feel it the next day. And that's where you you know, maybe blame the wine for that hangover or headache. Head on over to usualwines.com. That's usual, U-S-U-A-L, wines with an S.com and use our discount code foodheaven for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. Cheers. So Netflix, are you going to talk about mm. mediums? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two shows. So one is Bridgerton. Oh my God. I tried, y'all. I really did. The Lord did. and the Lady. <laughs> <laughs> the Duke and I. Oh, my God. I I really did. I watched 
three or four episodes and I just can't get into it, y'all. I think I might be the only one because everyone else is like crazy about this show. Here's the thing with Bridgerton. <laughs> I should say this in a British accent <laughs> for the rest of the show, darling. Okay. Oh my God. So the thing with by the way, just speaking of British accent, me and Yosef, when we were we were in London last year. No, was it the year before? We were in the airport and there was this white guy who was he was like TSA or something like um, he worked for British Airways. And we looked at his name badge and his name was like Tyrell Jenkins or something like that. And we were like, it was it was like, no, it was like Tyrone. It was Tyrone. And we were like, hey, has anyone told you that? And he goes, what, did I got a name of a black guy? Or something like that. <laughs> I was like, we were like, yeah. Because we we're like, we never have met any white person named Tyrone. And I, I really do think his last name was like Jenkins or something like that. And it was, he said, he gave us a story about his mom, but it was just hilarious. He's like, yeah, did I got a name of a black, of a black guy? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I got it my whole life. Sorry, my accent's really bad depending upon the date. <laughs> so, okay, sorry, Bridgerton. The thing with Bridgerton, yes, I agree that, yes, it's not for everybody. I hate period pieces, actually. I, and there are some things that, you know, whatever, but I think it was entertaining. Yeah. But I understand that you did it. I Again, it might just literally be me because all my friends are into it and you know all of you guys were like hitting me up because Justin and I are part of a group chat and everyone's talking about it I was like okay I'm really missing the mark here I really tried I might honestly I might watch one more episode just just because just you know but it hasn't been doing it for me and also the episodes are an hour long and that's a huge commitment for me so I'm like damn I'm already like three four hours in and I'm still not into it like I don't know you're not gonna be into if you're that far in you're not gonna be into it yeah okay I'm gonna just let it go just let it go I'm gonna let it go that's how what I had to do with Game of Thrones don't come for me same I watched like five episodes yeah I watched like a whole season and I didn't get into it either and I again I mean I think I was the only one it was just like really slow and all of like the rape and murder and violence I was like this is too much too much stimulation for me yeah I've been watching Real Housewives of New York pretty much since October I'm almost mm-hmm. completely <laughs> caught up because initially I started at season seven and I was all up to date and I was like, oh, man, this is like the best. So then I went back and I started from the beginning and now I'm up to season five, I believe. And we have a mutual friend, Kat. So Kat and I have been um, now that we're both kind of caught up, we're now watching the ep- like the older episodes together. And so it's kind of fun because we're able to like chat through it and stuff. But honestly, y'all, like I'm not even like a reality TV whore like that. But during this quarantine, I just somehow got into Real Housewives. And I have to say it is one of the most entertaining reality TV shows I've ever watched. <laughs> Along with um, Love is Blind. Oh, a classic. Well, nothing I will mean, ever top Love yes. is Blind. <laughs> so. And honestly, after Love is Blind, like I, I'm the opposite. I used to be a reality TV junkie and I can't really watch anything anymore Mm. like I I have a short attention span which is weird because I used to be like watch everything even Housewives I watched season seven with the one you said start at and I was like oh this is cool like Bethany 
needs to have several seats. And then she got better towards the end, but she was a little bit um, high strung. <laughs> she got, she chilled out a little bit, but yeah, I, I don't know. I've been like a little over reality TV recently, maybe because of COVID too. It's like the, they can't really do full uh, seasons and episodes. It's kind of like, I'm just thinking about like, why are y'all so close? Like, have they been tested? So it's just too many things now. Okay. Anyways, y'all, we don't want to make it too uh, <laughs> right. TV focused. Moving like, along. That is not, someone's like listening for the first time. So by the way, we're dietitians and this podcast is an intersection <laughs> of wellness, body image, intuitive eating. <laughs> yeah. But Ooh, just culture. we figured for this episode, we would just play catch up with y'all because it's been so long and we really needed a break because like just said, December was our busiest month we were like going through several meltdowns because we overcommitted to things. We had just so many responsibilities with our partnerships and uh, just so many things, so many behind the scenes things. And we were like, yeah, we need to just disconnect, take a break from all of it, from social media, from podcasting. And like, just said as well it hasn't really been that restful because we have a million other things going on I'm like I never took a break yeah so I mean here we are yeah estamos aquí I have spoken about my beauty routine a few times on this podcast and I mean it's kind of non-existent it's super simple I recently started using sunscreen. That's how basic I am when it comes to this stuff. But yeah, I just get really overwhelmed with like all the products and the endless amount of options. And I think for a lot of us, we're really just looking for something that's simple, personalized. And our podcast sponsor this week, they call it Beauty Casual, which I love because it helps to simplify your beauty routine. For those of you not familiar with Birchbox, it's a service that exists to simplify beauty and grooming product options. I love that they're experts. Yes, they have experts. They feel like they're your friends. And instead of sending me a million products, they only tell me products that are going to be worth checking out for me, for my specific needs. And every month, their experts send you five deluxe size samples that are tailored to your unique beauty profile and they put together a cheat sheet that tells you what to use each product for so you know exactly how to use it and then you can test drive the products at your own pace on your own terms and when you find something that you like you can buy the full size on birchbox.com and you can earn points while doing it and if there's something that you don't like you don't have to spend a ton of money trying to figure that out. So I just feel like this is such an efficient way to figure out your very own beauty routine. And of course, we're going to offer you our hookup code. You can go to birchbox.com. That's B-I-R-C-H-B-O-X, birchbox.com forward slash food heaven. And you're going to get 50, 50% off your first box when you use our promo code food heaven. Again, that's birchbox.com, promo code FOODHEAVEN, and you're going to get 50% off your first Birchbox. You're welcome. Let us know what you think, and we're going to hop back into our episode. Last year was incredibly challenging. Towards the end of the year, I had some personal stuff going on that was just completely drained the life energy out of me. I was in a really terrible place, and I was just like, oh, Lord. 2020 <laughs> can't get like any worse and then there actually was a highlight because I would say overall there really weren't much highlights and I am a pretty positive person I always do try to find silver linings but last year was a terrible year period 
for me, just, yeah, not not many things happened that were great. You know, I was just like, okay, <laughs> I was like getting by. And so I went to DR and it was just with the intention of spending time with my family and kind of like taking a break, getting some sun. And yeah, I was like, let me just look around and kind of see what's on the market in DR in Santiago, which is where my parents live. So I was working with like an agent who was kind of just showing me around. I worked with a, with one person. I was like, mm, I'm not really feeling her. And then I met this other person and automatically I was like, oh, she's great. She's like on it. She wasn't like pressuring me or like anything. She was super like, you know, you got to know all your options. And she really knew her stuff. And she was also the owner of her business, which made me feel a little more at ease. And so anyways, we were like just kind of looking around and, I, and my parents are like into that stuff. So we were like, eh, let's just kind of see what, you know, what's happening. I, again, had no intentions of getting anything. Um, long story short, I saw a property. I immediately, as soon as I walked in, I was like, I want this. This is for me. It's perfect. Just the energy in there was, um, it was great energy. It was very inviting. I just felt like, yeah, it was it was like bright and warm and welcoming. And my parents agreed. They were like, girl, this is your place. <laughs> it had so much character because a lot of the places that I saw were like modern, new or like completely renovated. And this place was not like that. It was it definitely um, needed work. But yeah, it just had like a really special charm to it. And so I saw it and I, like off the bat, I was like, mm -hmm, yeah, I want this. But she was like, you know what? Let's just look at other things because the owner is her friend. And she was like, I know the owner is not really trying to budge on the offer. And it seems like you want to negotiate and she might not be open to doing that. So let's just look at other properties so mm -hmm. you can see what's on the market. So that day, we literally spent the whole day with her. We, we were just like exhausted by the end of the day. And we saw like so many different properties. And I was like, no, I was like, that's the one that I want. I was like, listen, speak. I was like, call her up right now. So I spoke with her. And my parents spoke with her. And this lady, she lives in New York. She was like crying on the phone. She's like, oh, my God. Because, you know, she's been having a hard time not being able to like go to DR at all. And with COVID and she has like a chronic condition and it got very emotional. And she's like, you know, this place means so much to me. I put so much love into like building it because she purchased it when it was in construction and she really made it like her own. And you can tell with all of the details. Yeah, there's like columns. Yeah, it's like like she put a lot of love and money into it, you can tell. So anyways, we spoke to her and I was like, um, I'm ready to put an offer in. First of all, I didn't even have the money. <laughs> I was like, listen, I'm ready to put an offer in right now. This is this is what I could do. <laughs> that was on face. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of big decisions in my life are on faith because I'm just like, I'm gonna figure out a way to make it work. And it right. always works out. And I okay, was like, I, mm. I was like, listen, this is for me. So can we please figure out a, a way to make it work? And so they were like, you know what, let's meet in the office in a few hours. Let me let me think about it. Let me talk with the agent and stuff. And I went that afternoon. She was like, I accept your offer. And we started the process that same oh, afternoon. Okay. It was insane. And so after that, it's just been 
chaos <laughs> for because. those of you well you know closing on a property is a lot right. of work especially like putting in an offer and getting it accepted in one day and then right. having to go through <laughs> usually it's a little more stretched out and so and then also like I don't live in DR permanently so I did have an end date that I had to return to and I, I was on a timeline and these things take a long time so yeah, I mean, my relaxing vacation with my parents turned into like straight up labor. I ended up closing. I started renovations while I was there, literally seven days a week from sunup to sundown, doing renovations with workers and trying to do it in a safe way so that we don't get COVID was a huge challenge. But child, I didn't I didn't came back to New York with a whole property. Um <laughs> <laughs> she did. And a, and it's like the Vernon. We'll tell them about like the space. Yeah. So it's 2,200 square feet and it's in Santiago, which is in in the heart. It's referred to as the heart of the country. It's in the center. So it's very mountainous, um, the region. And it's more of a local vibe compared to like the capital, Santo Domingo. And the neighborhood is Los Jardines, which is known for like the restaurant and bar scene. So my goal with the space is to aside from like having it be my home in DR is opening it up for short-term rentals to people who want to explore that region of the country and also curate experiences where you're supporting the local economy. So whether that is exploring like the local restaurant scene, having like a local chef come and show you how to make Dominican food or Haitian food uh, because we have a lot of Haitians in DR going to Haiti um, because I have friends who kind of facilitate those experiences and so just like really curating a special experience and staying in a really special place while doing so I have poured so much into this space like literally poured her whole heart it's a project that me and my dad took on, which is also like special in its own way because we're able to like create something together. And that's been really nice. And yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just really proud to kind of have this that we have built and to be able to share that with people. And so I'm planning on launching it either the summer or the early fall. I mean, at this point, the major renovations are done. I announced it on socials this week. So the name of the place is going to be called Boillo Santiago. And for those of you not familiar with the term Boillo, it's a Taino term and it means like rustic home. And it's a it's a term that's used a lot in DR. And uh, my dad uses it all the time. And as soon as we walked in, he was like, oh my God, Wendy, this is going to be your, your little Boillo. And I was like, oh, you know, that sounds really like I, I like that term because it's like a cozy, rustic, like I just feel like it, it hits with kind of like the overall theme that I'm going for. And it's going to be very like food centered. So anything imaginable that you would want to have in the kitchen, it's going to be um, stocked with that. And yeah, it just it has a lot of personality, the place. And so exciting. Yeah. So follow along. So on socials, it's Boio, B-O-H-I-O, Santiago. And I'll be sharing the whole renovation process on there. And, you know, I'll be posting updates and everything. Exciting. Yeah. Want to take a short break to highlight Forager Project, which is one of our sponsors this week. Might ring a bell because they were a sponsor last year for the podcast. And we love when sponsors come back 
and sponsor our episodes again, especially because as we have shared with you all, these are products that we have tried, that we love, and that we want to share with you. And usually we have hookup codes, which is really exciting because it allows you to try out some of these products at a discounted rate. So for those of you not familiar with the brand, Forager Project is family owned and operated. They have 100% organic and dairy-free yogurts. They have kefirs, milk, sour cream, and the main ingredient is cashews and it actually makes a really creamy base for all of their products i love dairy (laughs) and so i'm really picky when it comes to like dairy alternatives and i will say that their products are excellent they taste so good they still have that creamy factor and it doesn't have a weird aftertaste So for our podcast listeners, Forager is offering a limited offer coupon so that you can try their yogurt. So you'll get a free cup of yogurt if you go to foragerproject.com forward slash cultivate health. And while you're there, you can check out all of the delicious and really easy recipes that they have to offer. Again, the website is Forager Project, that's F-O-R-A-G-E-R project.com forward slash cultivate health, and you'll get a free cup of yogurt. Let us know what you think. And we're going to hop back into the episode. I can't wait to stay there. It's so cute, you guys. Like, yeah, she did like new everything new, like because it has what, like three bathrooms? It has um, it has four bathrooms. So it has two like full. Yeah, it's pretty big. So it has like two full bathrooms. It has like the guest bathroom and then it has a service room with a bathroom, too. And it has three bedrooms, a dining room, a living room, kitchen service room it has a back patio that i'm hooking up with like plants and all of the things follow along i'll be posting everything but yeah it's super exciting i just didn't know i didn't know it was going to be so much work (laughs) yeah that's so exciting i can't wait i definitely want to go and stay there and also do um i like that there's the haiti experience like you're gonna make it potentially like incorporate Haitian culture and um, like the Haiti trips too, which I think is really cool and unique because it's, I mean, I haven't, not that I've seen everything, but I haven't seen anything like this in that area. So that's not I so haven't. Cool. Yeah, I haven't seen it at all, really, to be honest with you in DR. I feel like uh, with the Airbnbs and stuff, it has like a certain look to it that you can tell that it's you know, more so for business, like, the, you know, which is fine, but it doesn't have like that cozy home vibe from the Airbnbs right. that I've seen in DR. And so, yeah, it's nice to just kind of offer something different that I think people would really appreciate, especially people that are more into like local experiences when they travel. Exactly. So you have big news, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my well, God. The year ended with a, with a huge bang. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, Wendy mentioned that she bought this. It's really funny because we didn't plan this. It just like was very random. Um, <laughs> but I have been wanting, so you guys, I don't know if I ever mentioned, I'm very into like real estate and, um, what like home decor and all those things. I mean, I used to, you guys, if you follow us on Instagram, you probably know, cause I would post like open house tours. I'm so sad that I can't do open houses. So mine, I'm not going to share as much because it's kind of a little bit more um, in, well, yours was definitely involved. Mine is even more involved because it's like something that I'm building from the ground up. (laughs) But basically in December, which is last month, well, I have been looking for land in the desert in Joshua Tree for maybe like three months in December 
I ended up finding the land that <laughs> I wanted. <laughs> so I'm like, I need to have a better pitch. I ended up finding the land that I wanted. And honestly, um, what happened was because of COVID, I'm very conservative with like social distancing. So I wasn't even out, like I went out there once um, to kind of look at stuff and I had put offers in, but then I would always like kind of pull them out because there was some issue. And I had a guy who I found on Craigslist, hey, Jacob, who would go and like take video and like photo for me and also FaceTime me when he was at a, at a, well, I call it a parcel, I guess. I don't know, property. So I could see it. So anyway, this one, he showed me and I was like, this seems like the one. And he was like, yeah, I think so. And also speaking of energy, because I know you mentioned that too. He was like, I don't know if you believe in vortexes. <laughs> sure do. Remember that Sedona trip? Yes. With oh, all I believe the vortexes. in vortexes. <laughs> and I was like, absolutely. He's like, because this place definitely has like really great energy. He's like, I don't know if that matters to you, but I'm definitely feeling it. And I was like, ooh, I'm putting in an offer. So anyway, I put in my offer. Actually, I think it was like the day before Thanksgiving. And I put it in and I was like, this is my offer. And I need to know by five o'clock today. Because I'm like very aggressive with like real estate. I'm like, this is my offer. It's a good offer. Anyway, long story short, they accepted it. I closed. So I now own five acres of land in Joshua Tree. It's it's actually like Joshua Tree, Yucca Valley. like, And it is, there's 25 Joshua Trees on the property. And my plans, and actually I just got my structural engineering plans sent to me today, are to build a 962 square foot kind of like lofted cottage on the property that same thing as Wendy, it will be um, a place that I really want to focus on, including like artwork from folks of color and just like whether it's furniture or really anything from folks of color. And because like in Joshua Tree, what I've noticed is that from just looking at the photos, it seems like almost all the hosts are white. And I think that a lot of people of color would enjoy coming to Joshua Tree and enjoy like being in nature and being in the desert. And even when I look at the pictures of on these different Airbnb pages or their Instagram pages, like they literally only include like one type of person. It's like a thin blonde woman <laughs> with a little like a hat and like some cutoff. It's like the same thing. And I'm like, really? Because when I see that, like, I don't see myself and that doesn't feel that welcoming to me. So I want it to be a space where everybody is welcome and particularly folks of color feel like, yeah, I'm I'm coming here and like I'm valued and also like, you know, space to cook and just, again, be in nature. And the cool thing about the space is like you don't really have to leave it if you want to. You totally can. And, you know, it's near stuff. But if you just want to stay there for your stay on the um, property, like that's cool, too because it's five acres and they're, like I said, there's Joshua trees. So you can, you can get that experience there. So that's like my, um, kind of announcement. It is nowhere near cause it's being going to be built yeah. from scratch. Same thing <laughs> as Wendy. It's like, I'm like, I don't have the money, but like, I'm going to figure it out kind yeah. of thing. You will. <laughs> I will. Where there's a will, there's absolutely a way. If there's one thing about me and I think Wendy too, it's like I'm relentless. And if yeah. there's something that I want, <laughs> I will go for it. And uh, yeah, it's like nothing's handed to me. It's all, you know, there always are different degrees of privilege, but I'm going to go for it. So I have my plans done. I have the structural plans. He just sent them this morning. So basically when you 
do a new build, like typically you have to get not only architectural plans, but like a structural engineer has to like make sure it checks out. So that is done. What else? Like so many different, like it's so intense building something from scratch because like utilities and you have to get, uh, make sure that there's water in the street and get an estimate for that and like electricity nearby because there are so many places that were incredible, but like they either didn't have electricity anywhere close or didn't have water. This one's nice because it has both kind of in the street. So yeah, that's kind of my announcement. My, it will launch. And again, this is like on faith <laughs> mm-hmm. in hopefully fall is kind of the timeline that I have calculated in my head. And I also have an Instagram page. I don't know if by this time I will have posted this on like Food Heaven. I'll wait and see because I want to kind of have my plans like submitted first. But I will. I do have an Instagram that I haven't really shared, but I'll share it here. It is Jewel Crest Cottage. Spell it so, out. Yes. <laughs> because it's so it's on the street. It's on is Jewel Crest. I wanted that as part of the name, but also like not fully the name. So we kind of changed it to break it out into Jewel Crest. So J-E, how do you spell Jewel? J-E-W-E-L? I can't spell. J-E-W-E-L. Yep. Yeah. Jewel Crest, C-R-E-S-T, and then Cottage. And I will also be posting, it's going to be a little bit longer of a journey, but like the process involves. So like from the plans to the site plan to (laughs) all the, oh, Title 24. I was like, oh, I just sent, I needed to get Title 24, which is like, in California, they now have laws where everything has to be energy efficient. And so you have to send everything into a Title 24 expert where they do calculations on everything to make sure it is energy efficient. If it's not, then you got to change stuff and maybe you have to add solar. Well, you everybody has to add solar. So anyway, that just made me think like, did I send my site plan to Title 24? Um, but yeah, that is a project, jewelcrestcottage.com also. So follow along. Bojillo Santiago Jewel Crest College. We're both trying to, you know, get out here and do the things with the real estate. That was my one goal from last year was I wanted to do something in real estate, whether it was like I wanted to like purchase something. Again, this is on faith. Yeah. Well, <laughs> faith and hard work because and hard work. Yeah. It, you know, I think definitely like I am a big believer in like, you know, you it'll work. You just have to make it work. It'll work out, but you have to make it work. And so, yeah, I think for both of us, it's like, yes, you go on faith, but also like you literally have to make it work. So (laughs) that has meant like working nonstop. And for this year, you know, things are probably going to be intense for us because, yeah, we have to make sure that we're able to launch these projects and it's a huge financial commitment. So just kind of like putting the pieces together. But, you know, it will work out because it has to work out <laughs> pretty oh, much. Girl. Oh, <laughs> OK, <laughs> it, it absolutely will. So. Yeah, so that's kind of been occupying both of our time. Really excited to share the process with you all. It's, I mean, divine timing that we're both doing this together because we're able to bounce ideas off of each other. And, you know, in an interesting way, it always happens like that for us where weird life things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, wait, hold up, what? Yeah, like we we're just I don't know, things just kind of um, life things just kind of happen along the same timeline for us and our birthdays are a day apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's just kind of nice to be able to bounce ideas off of each other and um, 
have someone who can just listen to the nonstop stress of having to embark on this project because as you will all see, there's so many behind the scenes stuff. I'm sure a lot of you who have done renovations and have built things from the ground up. There's just so many things like what Jess was saying with all these codes and like whatever. and So many things, so many things. It's a huge headache, but the reward is definitely worth it. So, yeah, definitely follow along. Um, And, yeah, we're just really looking forward to, aside from launching these projects, looking forward to kind of continue to build on the work that we're going to be doing with Food Heaven. For the podcast, we're thinking about changing up the structure a little bit, adding in some, like, Q&A episodes every other week to make it a little more interactive. What else do we have going on, Jess? In terms of the projects... What we're also thinking of doing is one day a week, like kind of rotating and doing on the Food Heaven platform on Instagram, like renovations kind of stories. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in that, I would go to Food Heaven, follow along. These aren't like Food Heaven projects per se, but we'll definitely be um, also sharing them. Not every last thing, but kind of sharing a highlight on the mm-hmm. Food Heaven account, maybe once per week, because we noticed that when we do post anything like renovation related or like house related, it gets a lot of engagement and a lot of comments and DMs and people are like, oh, it's inspiring because it's very rare to, well, for me at least, whenever I see people doing renovations or even creating a house like as a short-term rental, it's always white folks. And I think it's very rare to see um, people of color doing this type of work. So at first I was like, oh, I don't know if I really want to share it because there's so much like bad stuff that's been um, happening this year. And I know that we're also very fortunate to be able to um, get to do this. And like we said, (laughs) it's very much like where there's a will, there's a way. It's not like we're, yeah, like, you know, I got all all the things. I got all the money. (laughs) It it really isn't like that. I don't have it like that. But what I do have is, like I said, determination. And uh, for me, I would find it inspiring to see people who looked like me kind of doing things that maybe we haven't traditionally had access to or been been able to do or even like envision for ourselves. So that's kind of why I feel like we're going to end up sharing it. But um, yeah, we'd love to hear like your guys feedback or if you have any like accounts that you'd like to follow, especially by people of color or products by people of color that you would mm-hmm. love to see in the spaces. Make sure to send us a DM. Yeah. And also for the podcast, if there's any guests that you want to see for this year, let us know if you feel like there's any topics that we haven't quite covered or that we haven't gotten into. Yeah. Send us a DM and we'll try to make that happen for this year. So with that being said, let's wrap it up because I know this is getting a little long. It's longer than than we had originally planned, but it's long. Yeah, but we'll keep you all posted, too. We'll kind of share updates as we record new episodes so you all know what we're up to. And we'll catch you all next week. We're going to resume our regularly scheduled programming. All right, y'all. Take (laughs) care. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Food Heaven podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to connect with us online. We're most active on the gram at Food Heaven, but we're also on Facebook and Twitter at Food Heaven Show. If you like this podcast, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. Yep. Our podcast is released every Wednesday and each week we take a deep dive into topics like health at every size, food and culture, intuitive eating, mental health, and body acceptance. If you're looking for a sustainable and inclusive path to wellness, come hang out with us to learn how to take care of yourself from the inside out. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.